Get Jeff and Jeremy on demand on the KZOZ app or online at KZOZ.com on 93.3 KZOZ all day. Good morning and uh, happy Wednesday. I was reading this article. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, I'm not going to have anything on this list. And the title of the article is Everything People Do That Are Super Disrespectful. And the number one thing on this list is something that I've done and I've done and I've done. And I used to feel bad about it, but now I just do it. And that's abandoning something in a store out of my carts that I picked up and then I realized before I got to check out, I don't want this. And I'm not taking it all the way back. I do this at Costco all the time. And I'll just so you just stick set it on, it on the, shelf. the nearest shelf? Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> You've done it. Don't tell me you haven't done it. Everybody's done it. You should be a Ross shopper. That's what you should be. <laughs> <sighs> at ross that's okay jeremy you can get away with that no i actually i make a concerted effort to take it back but you to come where, on not every time you, oh you're so busy you got so much time you're so, so busy. no I, I no because i know that that that's got to be a nightmare you have the right you you can rectify the mistake by taking it back to where you got it from now you mentioned costco i can see the problem there you assess the line you look at this thing, you're like, okay, the line's looking good right now. I'm just going to set this right here. I get that. Okay, I do. I, I do get that. And I'm, I'm not going to say I've never done it because, like you Everybody say, does you're busy sometimes. But I try to make an effort, and I, right. I, I, I sometimes will send the kids back. I said, go, you go take this We've back. We've all done we all these things. Uh, how about uh, quiet time? <laughs> How many times in college did you and I have the the cops called on us for a noise complaint because we were being too loud, the music was too loud, bang, 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 at the door? How about uh, not flushing the toilet in a public restroom? Ever not done that? Of course you haven't. Nobody flushes the toilet in a public restroom. I I, I make an effort. To, I mean, I, I well, like sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I'm not touching it. Yes. You're right, but um, most Sometimes of the time I will figure out a way with my foot. Four or five you know, beers, you had foot. to pee, and then you're like, yeah, I'm not touching anything in here. It's a disgusting bar bathroom. That's why I like porta potties. Don't have to flush. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that problem. <laughs> and you'll get in and out of quickly. They you're smell no, that. You're, no you're, just, you're in there. There's and no loitering you in can't there. Exactly. Tell me, every time you go in there and that door shuts and you lock it, that you're not afraid somebody's going to tip it over or there's going to be an earthquake or a plane crash or something, and you're going to be stuck in there with all that other people's poo. How about let your kids run amok in public spaces just because they're on your nerves? And you're just like, yeah, I need to just, I don't care. I, I don't, don't let my kids do it if they're by themselves, but if they have a friend with them. I realized this the other day. We went out with uh, my son and his best friend. Uh, we went and took him to pizza, and uh, they played some video games. Then we went to the video game place downtown, and they played some video games there. And then um, the Farmer's Market was starting up, so then we let him run up and down Farmer's Market as it was starting up. And I was like, I would never let my kid alone do this, but since he's with a friend, go ahead. Have some fun. Be kids. This is what my 
rationale was. I remember for, seeing your kids, this was a couple of years ago, down at the uh, Christmas parade. And that's a crazy fun time. I think your daughter was in the parade. And I ran across your son and your wife. And uh, I'm not sure where you were. Anyways, and he was running around all crazy. I don't know, man. He's got his hands full tonight. I said, yeah, I but it, it was, you guys have he, a good he was night. with friends, right? He was with friends. He was with friends. He had, see, he had two thing. friends. Yeah, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. And that's when friends. I realized how tall your son is compared to his friends. I'm like, oh, my God. At least a couple of years yeah, ago, he was pretty big. tall. Uh, tailgating somebody to try to get him to speed up? Yes, you can count me in. I guess I'm a little bit more of a jerk than I thought I was. These are things that are super ever, disrespectful you ever get this to one? other people, but doesn't seem it at the time. Do you ever get this? Is, is this one on the list? Calling somebody um, a sir or a ma'am through the drive through speaker, only to find out when you pull up, they're the opposite. <laughs> this is this happened to you, right? <laughs> I uh, <laughs> so I don't I, think we, I do we it. Were, <laughs> I do like we were at the Starbucks. Ma'am, we were at the Starbucks in Greenfield, <laughs> and we were and and. Um, the person sounded like a guy, okay, and um, reads off the order, and, and 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 or he says, "Does everything on the or- on the screen look good?" And he, uh, he's like, "Yes, sir, it does." And um, I get a pause, and then he says, "Okay, we'll have uh, the, the the here's your total." He says the total, or she says the total, or whatever. But you thought it was a he. <laughs> And, and, and then, and then I pull up and my wife and my daughter are looking at me like, you can't, I think that was a girl. Holy cow, what happened? I was like, no, I think that was a guy. Get up there. It was. Oh, so it was just bad judgment on your part. They thought it was a girl. It was a. It was a man. That identified as a girl. Oh, okay. So it was a man, but I, I should have a woman that been, sounds like I, a man. I should have recognized that by the way he was disguising his voice, really, to sound feminine yeah. in the I, way that he was talking. I don't think that's on your responsibility. If he sounds like a dude, he sounds like a dude. Sorry, I thought you sounded like a guy, but obviously I can is, tell that you want to be a girl. So I apologize, ma'am. That's what you could have done. I that, don't. That would have drawn, but made it even more awkward and uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> then the mental health police would have came and, and, and scooped him up and taken him to the nearest hospital. Holy cow, what happened? Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So yesterday we were railing on dry January. Being a stupid concept. We don't, we don't abide. The dudes I, I just, do not abide. I, here's my problem with it. And I knew we were going to get this, and I didn't bring it up, but we did get some text messages of people going, you know, I have to, meet, I have to go to a meeting. And I'm like, yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk trash to people that have a problem. My, trash. Ta- my trash talking was going to people that think they need to fit in by doing something that they normally wouldn't do because they think it's cool or they think it's trendy or they think other people are going to think better of them because, like, oh, I'm doing dry January. Well, that's stupid. I'm You're not going to drink. Just stop drinking. You don't need to take Part a Part of tribe off. culture, Jeremy, is, is so you've got to be able to say you're doing it, too. But you know what I did? You know what came from yesterday's conversation about dry January? And I'll wrap it up with this. Is that I realized that I drink a lot. (laughs) We started talking about I drink on Fridays, Saturdays, and Tuesdays. (laughs) 
Oh, and Sundays. If, during football season, of, of course I drink beer. I like to drink red beer. Do you know what red beer is? Is that tomato juice and beer? It's Clamato and beer for me. But yes, it's V8 and okay. beer. Or, and I make it spicy. I put a little buffalo sauce in it. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, so I'm drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. I don't drink Mondays. Hey, when I send you... Unless it's a uh, holiday. And I don't drink on Wednesday and Thursday. When I send you your Christmas gift that uh, Mike got for you, just yeah, just, which is still sitting on my desk, yeah, I know, I know. You gotta, you gotta switch the uh, the buffalo sauce with the Cayuga oh, sauce. Oh yeah, on. I will, I will. I'll, that, I'll I think that, that would, I think that would be really good. I think it would be good uh, too. But I, I gotta yeah. cut back. I, I don't know what day I'm gonna cut. I was, I, I know I like to drink on Fridays. It's Friday, right? And Saturday, maybe I'll just cut back on Saturday a little bit. And Sunday, maybe I'll start going to church. My yeah. wife made tacos last night. Oh yeah, and um, she forgot to put the taco seasoning into the meat. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's gonna be Jesus, boy! This and I is, was like, I, I think this I, needs I, some I salt, like, honey. <laughs> you passed me the salt. Yeah, she didn't put any any seasoning whatsoever. How do you forget? So she's that like, part? oh my god, I totally messed up the tacos. Uh, I don't know. She, you get busy. The kids ask for stuff. And you forget the steps or something. I don't know. <laughs> and um, and so I was like, ah, oh, it's okay. Uh, but just put a little salsa in it, it'll, it'll mellow it out. But then the Cayucas hot sauce is the perfect fix because you wouldn't even have noticed that there was no taco seasoning on the meat if you just used uh, really Cayucas hot sauce. See, I always thought Cayucas hot potato. sauce reminded me of a sriracha, which is more of like an Asian type flavor versus a cumin, which is in a taco seasoning. No, it, it, it definitely like it fixed the taco. Completely. Did like your I kids tried eat it, it, or was it too hot for them? No, that's too hot for them. So they used salsa, and then I used the Cayucas hot sauce, and it was great. It was actually. I'm. I'm thinking from now on, I might just do that instead of instead of going the route of the taco seasoning. Actually, dumping a little Cayucas hot sauce in there. Although I like to preserve it, yeah. and there's only two bottles. Did you ever have a uh, an inclination to maybe put a little? Uh, sriracha i'm sorry Cayucas hot sauce in your kids just to watch their faces when they took a bite and we're like my son oh. can handle it my son my son can handle the the he, he eats everything that is spicy he might even eat spicier foods than i do to be honest with you now he does like sweat you can see beads of sweat uh, forming yeah. on his upper lip yeah when he eats it wow and that's then pretty that's good when you know that's yeah, when see, you know i grew up in a house give him some water where my dad loved to pull pranks on me so whenever we go out to eat uh, well, not every time, but like, and we'd be at a restaurant that would have, I finally figured this out by the third time. It would have, if you remember the little water glasses, they would always be on the table. And they used to have one that was kind of a auburn orangish color. It was, I remember that well, yes. Yeah. And the water would be in there. And I'd go to the, and I always had like, you know, a kid, I got to go to the bathroom. All right, go to the bathroom. I come back and I take it. Because you got to check water. out to see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. That's I'm right. just. I'm just it, it, it's adventure. It's yeah, adventure. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't just sit in this booth. So then we go to the bathroom. The I come back. I take a drink of my water. Not usually right away, but when the food comes or whatever. And he had put a bunch of Tabasco sauce in there. And mm-hmm. just the the hit of that vinegar wasn't even, I don't even think, the spice. And I'm just like spitting it all over the place. He thought that was the funniest thing. He tormented me. So if you want to know why I'm so angry, that's why. Because I grew up with a father like that. It's funny. Me and your dad probably could have got along because I've done the same thing to many friends before. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do it to your kids. 
No, I don't. I don't do it to my kids. Why don't kids. you do it to your kids? Why did he do it to me? Because I need to have their trust. That is important, okay? If I don't have their trust, then it all falls apart. Yeah, I never trusted him again. Anyways, the reason why I brought up dry January, and this we can be really short with this because I don't think we're going to buy into this as well. Somebody uh, came out and said that it ha- it benefits your health. Uh, guess what kind of health, Jeremy? Kidney. Liver. No. Mental? mental health, yes. <laughs> because mental health has to have their dirty little fingers and everything. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, mental health. Uh, what's it mean to mental health? Like it's, it's. I should have whatever investment you can make into whatever mental health is, because it's the biggest buzzword now than anything. It's it's bigger than keto. It's bigger than anything. So all I have to do is not have a drink in January, and I can quit talking to my therapist. Yes, it, it helps about how I health. want to kill my neighbor. Your, your mental health, according to who? A psychologist. Of course, the psychologist is going to tell you as better. It, 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 it's a good way to. They, she says, it's a good way to reset and reflect on your use of coping strategies, and people use alcohol and social media to cope. So why don't we have a uh, unplug January then? Oh. Because you can't spread the message about mental health problems if you don't have social media. That so you go ahead and, yeah, just drive drive the uh, dagger into alcohol and the alcohol industry. Downloading a new day. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOC. Okay, poll question uh, brought to you by James McKiernan Lawyers. Um, let's see. Uh, if a restaurant had a 4% surcharge for employee health care, would you be okay paying that? <laughs> this is what's happening. This is what's happening in Atlanta. Uh, there's a restaurant. It's called Jen Chan's. And at Jen Chan's, um, on the receipt, it says, quote, on your bill, there's a 4% health insurance surcharge pre-tax. We are committed to the well-being of our team. They are our family. The small percentage does not cover everything, but does allow us to offer all of our full-time employees health insurance. Our industry is an increasingly difficult one to survive in. This small surcharge affords our staff the ability to go to the doctor for mental or physical ailments. I, I like how they put mental first. They're really buying into the script's narrative, aren't they? Uh, mental or physical ailments that they may face. Thank you. For your understanding, yeah. On this total on the bill, the tax is four dollars and forty nine cents, and then the health insurance charge is two dollars and two cents. That's a fifty dollar bill. It comes up to fifty seven oh one. That doesn't include tip. You can add the tip on there as well. I'm kind of on Jen Chan's Cabbage Town. I'm on both sides with this, and the only reason is because I have a friend that owns bars and restaurants. And he's explained to me how expensive it is and how screwed up the insurance industry is for him to be able to offer insurance. Now, most restaurants don't offer it from what in the town that he lives in. And he's, he explained to me the reason that he uh, has such good employees and he prides himself on this because he, he pays him a couple dollars more an hour than minimum wage or what the other restaurants are paying. And he offers some benefits if they've been there for I don't know, a, a while, at least. I think you have to be there at least three months, maybe six. And he'll offer him benefits. But, you know, he talks about how expensive it is and what his deductible is and all this kind of stuff. So on that side of it, I get it. It's not easy for the small businessman to be able to offer these benefits to people. On the other end of that, this is how did we get here? We got here because of politicians. We got here because of government. We got here because of our economy, which is all tied back to 
the people that are making decisions. And so it's frustrating for me. And so now if I want to go and I want to have dinner out, let's say I want to go to a steakhouse. Well, what I, I might just make that steak at home now because these surcharges keep going up and up. And then you've got, tw- what, 20% used to be a good tip. Nowadays, 25% standard. And if you want to tip over 25% because you got good service, there you go. But otherwise, if you're tipping 20%, it's like the old 15. At least that's the way I feel the pressure is on. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does it, but it's just like, and now, you know, it's funny because you get your receipt and it says, you know, uh, it doesn't even say 15 or 10% anymore. It says examples of tipping. It's 18, 20, 25. <laughs> it's usually the common one that I see. And they tell you what it is. Do the math, by the way, because a lot of times they mark that number up. That's a lie. Did you know that? So when they say 20%, it's usually like 24%. You have to do the math. Wait, wait, why? why? How, how can they legally do that? I don't know how they legally do it, but it's been this done. This restaurant I've it. in Atlanta is getting, is getting threatened. They're getting threatened by their customers, and now the local, I guess, business, whatever, entity, the city in which they're in, because it, it's, it, it's in Atlanta, but it's like a suburb of Atlanta. Um, they're looking into the surcharge to see if it's legal because people have been complaining so much and they're threatening them on social media, um, this place. And I'm like, okay, well, walk back that surcharge and just add add a little bit to the price of your of your entrees. That's one way the, to do of it. Of the stuff, of the but then stuff you're like, you're oh, doing. my God, it's $22. To, I mean, it's already 18 to $20 to get a burger. So, to, you know, remember, that used to be Vegas prices. Now, you know, you start adding more to your menu. Now that burger is going to be 20 to 22, $23. But I mean, I get it. This is is called inflation, folks. This is called, this is what happens when an economy goes to S and before it crashes. We got all that money during COVID, though. Come on. What money? I didn't get any money. What money did I get? All that, all that awesome money. I didn't get any money. Everybody got money but me? Am I an idiot? Did I not file the right paperwork? Should have got it, man, because you're going to pay for it in the end anyway. <laughs> I mean, I think we got there. one check when Trump was in office, and I said, put it in the savings and don't touch it, because I guarantee you they're going to want it back, and they'll probably mm-hmm. want it back. And they're getting it back now. They're getting it back through the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the way it is. So this is our poll question. Uh, KZOZ.com, yeah. James McKeon and lawyers representing automobile accident and injury victims for over 40 years. Give them a call. See how they can help you. 800-200-HURT or online at JamesMcKiernanLawyers.com. If a restaurant had a 4% surcharge for employee health care, would you be okay with it? Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. All right, well, I got another animal story for you. This one does not involve a bird. It involves a moose and some Canadians, eh? Apparently up in Canada, the Parks and Rec Department are warning motorists to stop letting moose come up to their car and lick them. Apparently they use salt on the road. Is it meese? Is it meese or moose? It's moose. It's not mooses? No, it's just moose. It's like deer. Because... Like there's one deer, there's all these deer. I don't like that. Look at all you these gotta, moose You got to have some kind of distinguish. You got to distinguish it better. Same Look, with elk. Are we with the Eng- it's, English. It's a language. four-legged wooded animal thing. 
Unless it's a furry bear. Those so are if it's a four-legged wooded animal, that's you don't say. Look tall. at all those elks out there. No, you say. Look at all their, the elks. Their legs are if their if their all legs the are too skinny for the size of their bodies, yes. then we just we don't we don't give them a plural. If they have hooves, it's uh, and and they live in the woods. Um, anyways, Tracy McKay, she's a park ranger, and she said this is becoming a major issue. There was a much longer lineup of vehicles now on both sides of the road. And uh, it was the same moose there, licking a different vehicle. And actually, when it finished with that vehicle, it crossed the street and started on another vehicle. I don't know if you've ever like seen pictures. You've been to Alaska. Did you ever see any wild moose when you were up there? They get huge. I mean, they get literally huge. Like you could have a jacked up lifted truck and you could have a moose put his head right in the window. Yeah. Like and that, that's tall. what that, that that's what I, I I thought was funny about the report. They're like, um, we're encouraging motorists to not let l- m- the the moose lick your car, and it's like, what are you going to do to stop it yeah. <laughs> outside of shooting it? Well, you just keep driving. <laughs> you just don't stop because the problem is now the moose are identifying these cars is something they want, and now they're not intimidated by the road and they're getting hit by cars. And moose aren't dumb though. So, so all they have to like moose. They all they know uh, they can. Okay, let's clog this road because there's certain areas of can, in, up in Canada. This is in British Columbia, right? Am I? Am I? Uh, yes, you. Okay. Yes, you're So I, I, I'm guessing it's by like Lake Louise and that, and that area where tourists flock to this area. It's actually okay. in Alberta. I'm par- I apologize. It's in oh, okay. Jasper National Park. Okay, it's a national park. But there's so still a lot of tourists be- here. Yeah. So if you've ever been to Yellowstone, if you've ever been to Yosemite, you know, especially at certain times of the year, that the backups get crazy in these parks, especially when somebody sees a moose. What do, what do they do when they see a moose? They stop. So then the moose know, okay, all we got to do is show ourselves. These guys, these morons will stop. Then we can go lick all the salt off of their, off of their vehicles. But it, it's making it so they're not afraid of the vehicles. Yeah, they're not afraid of the vehicles because it's the food source. So what are you going to do? Just let nature figure itself out. And then if See, I moose start getting hit, they, get, they start getting hit. I don't think the moose are very smart at all because they're running out into a highway and they're getting close to people. If they no, were smart, they, they are, would stay away, and they would go. If, if they're the running out into the highway and, that, and they're getting hit, then that's a problem. Yes, but I think all they have to do is stand by the highway. They realize that once they stand by the highway, the moose will come over their car. Then the when the people the moose starts coming over the car, the car's not going to go anywhere. They'll be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just let the moose sit here and lick the car." And then when they're done, they're done. Here's they're having a, their way with your Buick Ranger Steve Young from the Jasper National Park in Alberta. Oh, is that what he's doing now? Let moose lick your car. Um, so, <laughs> but unfortunately, some people do take it to the next step and open their window and try to pet the moose, or and that that you're creating an habituation situation and you're actually doing a disservice to the wild animal. Gosh, I was really hoping he said, "Hey, I was really looking for a for a hoose or a garage." I was I was hoping he would draw. Yeah. He would yeah, you know don't break like, him home and put him in your garage. Drop a Jerry Rice reference or please do not uh, Roger Craig reference. Moose lick your car. Your car, your car, and your hoose, and your hoose in your garage. <laughs> That's a Bostonian. Yeah, but they say this. They say garage so weird. It's like garage, <laughs> garage, garage, oh, garage. They say it like that. Yeah. So my kids are uh, into this YouTuber. 
and he's Canadian, so I I get a lot of the Canadian uh, the stuff from around the house. Let's do this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KCOC. We got a $25 gift card to go to La Cosecha. That's up for grabs today at 940 if you know the show. How pathetic can some people be? Uh, if anyone uh, owns a bird, I should say uh, congratulations, first off. Um, you're doing God's work. Because here's what happens when you own a bird is you isolate the best thing about the animal, his ability to fly, and you rip that away from him! <laughs> And you replace that with your conditional love. And then you jam it into a cage and you explain, I'm going to work, like forever. Goodbye. And you throw a blanket on it. And you're just like, yeah, he could be flying around in the sky, but I just feel more comfortable if he's in prison at my apartment. <laughs> and you're like, I got a flight to catch. You remember flight? <laughs> Play with the cat. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Uh, so, uh, Percy's a bird. Percy's a bird that uh, had an owner, has an owner, okay. or maybe had an owner at this point. Um, and that owner had a girlfriend. And that girlfriend goes over to Percy's house, or I'm sorry, the the owner's house of Percy. Uh, Percy's house, and too. And sits, sits down, has dinner with the family gathering over the holidays. Well, Percy starts saying... Yapping. <laughs> now, keep, keep, keep in mind, okay, this girl's name... And this is a this is a Reddit girl, so she doesn't let her name be known. Oh, okay. But she lets the other person's name be known. Percy kept shrieking about the boyfriend. Let's just say his name for argument. And I need to be able to tell the story. His name is Bill. He starts saying, Ah! Bill loves Jess. Bill loves Jess. Bill loves Jess. And Jess is not the name of the girlfriend that is having the <laughs> meal. He's the been outed. Um, so Jess, or so the the girl, uh, her Cindy, turns to Bill and says, "What's this bird talking about?" And he goes, "Oh, that's just a crazy and funny bird. He's just being funny bird." <laughs> so then, as the night went on, she notices that her boyfriend is nervously checking his phone and. Putting it face down on the table as so nobody can see it instead of face up, which he never does. And in fact, Cindy says that Bill used to let her use the phone occasionally, but now he doesn't. So then as this is taking place, she goes, so who is Jess? And then he blows up at her and he goes, man, you're so insecure. I don't know what you're talking about. She doubles down on it go ask the bird he got angrier and angrier and angrier the parents had to intervene to try to calm them both down he got angry with the parents and Jess left the house alone and went home without him and hasn't spoken to him since that night so so this is on reddit she's the question she's because reddit is where people run into situations like this 
and then ask a question. I will ask you, as if you are the entire Reddit community, Jeremy, is she being insecure or is she being smart? I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of a 50-50 at this point, but she obviously has an inclination that there's something going on, so you kind of stick with your gut. That's kind of how, like my, your instincts. always been a believer of that. So if you feel like somebody's watching you, turn around, there's normally somebody watching you. So if she feels like there's something going on here, then there's probably something going on here. Yeah. yeah just get out of that. If the guy got mad about what the bird is saying and he didn't have a better response, but instead of saying, you're so insecure, and then started a fight yeah. with his parents. Who's Jess? <laughs> Jess is my cousin. Jess is my ex-girlfriend. Jess is my mom. I don't know. Anybody. I mean, could it be anybody? But he didn't say that. He said, don't worry about it. He said, you're, it's your fault. You're insecure. <laughs> okay. Adios. This is why you never have a bird. <laughs> Especially one that can talk. If you're going to be shady. And who the hell? And how's messy. Bill getting so much ass, by the way? He's got a bird for a pet. <laughs> I bet he doesn't anymore. <laughs> I'm surprised he had any girl date him. Does he go? You think he walks around with the bird on his shoulder? Pretty bird, pretty bird. Jeff, man, this, this, what's the bird? Oh, Percy. Percy's gonna get me laid so much. (laughs) You ever see a guy walk around with a bird on his hat? That's odd. That's a weird guy. There's a guy that lived a couple blocks from me. This is why I moved out of San Luis Obispo because this kind of stuff goes on. He would drive around on his ten speed with a bird on his shoulder all day long. And then when we were in the market for a house, I saw that it was his house that was for sale. I was like, uh-uh, not living yeah. in the bird man's house. Exactly. <laughs> Funny to look at that guy and go, hey, kids, look at that guy with the bird. But I don't want to hang out and have lunch with him, talk to him, or move into his house. Good call. Are we offending people with birds right now? Because that is our sole intention. <laughs> Congratulations, Bill. You picked the wrong pet if you're going to be a scandalous dude. You're Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.